I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. I am super excited to announce that the next cohort of the Collective Mastermind is officially kicking off. And the best part is, is we gave it a makeover. So the new nine-month mastermind is nothing like you have ever experienced before. Because as we say, a life priorities-focused business is the fastest way to multi-six figures. And I'm going to teach you exactly how. So if you aren't familiar with our mastermind, we combine strategy and mindset and then layer on our sought-after community and toolkit. But let's just get real for a second. So in today's business and economy, you have to continue to grow and pivot or you're going to be left behind, period. What makes this different? I have only run my business in a pandemic, a recession, or whatever you want to call our current state. We now have a full team and I have retired myself and my husband in less than three years. And in the last 15 months, we have crossed the half a million mark in revenue. And I did most of this while working full time. I'm not saying this just to throw out numbers. I am saying this to show you that it is possible. This mastermind is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. I actually adapt to you and your goals and provide you with the structure and accountability to scale. And my ultimate goal, again, let's just be real, is for you to make your investment back and more. Unlike other masterminds, if you happen to have mastermind trauma, you actually get access to me directly. As in, I am right here building it with you. You get the power of the group, but the benefit of the one-on-one. So this is a perfect fit for you if you have started a business and are ready to scale to multi-six-figure and seven figures. You are ready to buy back your time and energy. You want to expand your team in a way that makes sense for you and saves time. 
you are ready to have consistent 10K, 20K, 30K months and beyond, and you are really ready to step into that true CEO role. It is time to pivot. It is time to be a part of a community to support you with the expansion, alignment, and profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm going to make this super, super, super easy because my goal is to help you do less better and make more money. Who doesn't want that? Just DM me mastermind and I'll share you the next steps and how to apply. You can also grab the link in the show notes or go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash crush the rush collective. And yes, in case you were curious, all of our famous retreats are included and they also got a makeover too. So just DM me mastermind and I will share the next steps with you or you can go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash Crush the Rush Collective. On this week's pep talk, I am digging in to my own personal coaching experience, and that is taking you behind the scenes of some of the amazing support experiences that I have had, but also some of the experiences that I would rather not repeat. So as a service provider, I always think it's important to have support and guidance, which is why I am always working with some sort of coach or therapist, networking group, insert the container, where I can learn and ask as many questions as possible and learn more. And if you have been following my story for a while, you know that before I even had a business, in January of 2020, I hired a coach. As in, I just had an idea and I thought that like maybe I could make this into something. And so I hired her and then built the business, which is a little bit backwards. But since then, I have been in four masterminds, multiple group coaching programs, and hired several one-on-one coaches and service providers. And the thing that I have learned is no matter what area of support that I chose to invest in, I always learn something, no matter what. It might not be the thing that I wanted to learn, but I always learn something. And in some cases, it was exactly what I wanted to learn. And in other cases, it is exactly what I would never, ever, ever do. So I thought it would be interesting to share the top things that I have learned from coaches and programs that I've been a part of that I have now incorporated into my own business model, but also the top things that I would never do. Uh, And the reason that I share this is because I think it's really, really important to do things that are authentically aligned with what you would actually do instead of just doing what the person tells you to do. And so I really just wanted to sort of open my playbook and say like, hey, this is what I have experienced. Maybe you guys have experienced this too. Um, But I would love to hear from you if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, yes. Or I can't believe that happened. Like, please tell me if you can relate to this. So we're going to start with the experiences that I would choose not to repeat. Um, And the first one would be hard sales. So I always say my goal in business is to make sales not slimy, like to make it just an easy relationship, which leads to an easy yes. So this sort of hard sales tactic has happened a couple of times, but the, the one that sticks out in my mind actually happened this year. So it's super fresh, but I was looking for support with growing and scaling our team. And so I had reached out to a couple of people who I knew might be able to help behind the scenes. 
And at the end of one of these discussions, I voiced my questions about maybe not being ready for the program because I didn't think my team was where it needed to be to really benefit from some of the things that they had to offer. And I was told that I would fail, like the exact words were, you're going to fail if you don't join. And I, I remember the look on my face was probably like, I have a, I, I like, if you see all of my emotions and you can probably hear it in my voice as I was talking, I was like, I can't believe this part. Like, I can't believe this person just said that. They then went on to continue and say that all leaders fail at this point in their business. And I would 1000% fail if I didn't join this thing. So in my gut, not only did I feel like completely awful, but I was like, yeah, hard sales for me equals a hard pass. Uh, but to be honest, this like rocked me for a few days because it was someone that I look up to a lot and have really was excited to have a conversation with. And then when that was the outcome, I just felt crushed, right? I was like, okay. And then I just remember having a conversation with my husband, like, oh my gosh, like, are we going to fail? Like I was thinking that we were doing everything wrong. So while I believe what I have to offer is unique and I believe that you would benefit from my programs, I will never tell you that you're going to fail if you don't hire me, like never. Uh, Instead, like I said at the beginning, I like to be more like, let me show you how I can help and then you can decide sort of approach. So I feel like this one is actually really awkward for me to share because I, it's very real life, it's very fresh and I think it happens more than we would like to admit. And so I'm sharing this because if we all share our stories, maybe those teaching tactics um, will happen less and maybe we'll realize that there is a better way and that we shouldn't do this. So bottom line, I truly feel if you force someone to purchase something through forceful tactics, you will almost always pay for it on the other side because they won't be ready to commit or get the results they want. So that was one really awkward moment. Uh, the second one that I have seen quite a bit is overpromising and undering, under delivering. And I think this one is super hard to define because I truly believe that when you hire someone to help you, it's a, it's a partnership, right? Like no matter what category you're in, if you're hiring like a service provider to write copy for you or you're hiring a coach, like it's a partnership as in you play 50% of the role. But there have been instances where I've signed up for insert whatever the experience is and they have vastly under-delivered. Most of the time, this looks like the content is delivered, but access to the person that I'm working with is, is not there, right? So you're told one thing, but it's actually something completely different. And so for me, the advice that I've taken is, I think it's important when you hire anyone to go in understanding what access you have and what access you don't and make sure that it's spelled out. Like it should be very specific. Like when do I have access to you? How quickly are you going to get back to me? But also if you have a scenario like this where you are delivering materials or feedback to a client, one way that you can sure ensure that you over deliver is to ask for feedback. So you can do it anonymously or directly. Uh, one coach that I had actually sent out a form every single week and asked her clients to fill it out. I could put my name on it if I wanted. I could fill it out anonymously if I wish, but it was a great way to reflect on our partnership, right? Because she could ask me goals. I could give her feedback. And it was in a way where if I didn't really want to share like on a Zoom call what was happening, it was a different way to get feedback. So I've actually taken this 
and incorporated a version of it into all of our programs, making sure that you have a way to provide feedback both directly and non-directly anytime. Again, making sure that we're over-delivering and over-promising, I'm sorry, over-delivering and not over-promising, right? Hopefully that makes sense. So the third scenario, which uh, was a little, I would say, awkward and something that I have learned for from significantly is when you leave a program, I think it's just as important to celebrate you leaving and graduating as it is joining. And so I've had experiences in the past where I've invested, I say the equivalent of a small car, right? Like a decent amount. And where I have left the program feeling completely empty, like that's it. That's what happens. Not because I didn't love the experience or what I learned, but because it just abruptly ended. And it's probably why not only because that's my corporate experience, but I'm so passionate about customer experience because I think it's important to make sure you celebrate the beginning and the end, right? Like I never want anyone to feel like, oh, it's just, it's done, right? And then I never hear from Molly again. So I try really hard to make sure that we celebrate the beginning and an end, right? So when I, you know, invested in this program and there wasn't even like a goodbye or a thank you, I was like, oh man, like I just felt really disappointed. Uh, and so I think it's really, really important that you celebrate your clients the whole way, right? And make sure that they feel really good when they step outside of your network or outside of the container. And they know that you're a real person, you've connected with them, you tell them thank you for being part of it. And then obviously they move on. But most people don't do this. And I think it's a really really important step that is missed. So those are the three sort of like awkward things that I would never do um, that we're trying to make right uh, in our community. But the fun part and the things that I have loved that I have learned from is number one, I love it when a coach or service provider insert whoever I'm working with takes the time to get to know me and even better our family, right? So what the real mission is, they know, right? What my personality is, they know. And what I don't do well, they also know. Like, I don't love learning just from listening. Like, I, I can listen, but I also sometimes really love visuals. I like accountability. I will probably zone out if it's after 8 o'clock at night, right? Like, not all of these things in a program I can control, but when I'm with a person or working with a person that understands this, it makes our time so much more valuable and productive. So me personally, I love to learn your human design. I love to learn, like, how do you work best? Like, what can I do to support you better? What's the best time of day to work with you? And so it's really building the relationship at a personal level that makes the difference, but also the customization. So I would encourage you to just slow down a little bit and like get to know your clients at a deeper level because it's always going to pay off. The second thing that I love is going back to point number two, when we are talking about things that I wouldn't do, but that is let's over deliver. Like, let's just like, wow. I almost said like, wow, the pants off of your clients, right? Like I get really excited about it, but like, 
What can you do to make your clients feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so freaking excited that I invested with you. So I actually think this is something that you could do with a product or a service. And I talk about it a lot, but I think it's so important and it's such a little step, right? Like send a thank you note, send a client welcome package. That would be for clients who love gifts, give feedback, give words of affirmation, ask how you can help them. Basically, if you have read the five love languages, you should think about how you can serve your clients in this way. So words of affirmation, quality time, connection, receiving gifts, acts of service, like incorporate this into your model. Be a human. We all have funnels and automations, but also be a human and think about how you can make the experience personal and really over deliver from a support perspective. And then last but not least is get creative. And if I'm being honest, I'm still working on the best way to implement this. But one of my favorite coaches basically created a program for me when I told her I what I was looking for. I told her what I wanted and what I didn't want it want. And I had been chatting with her for a while. And so she was like, look, I don't normally do this, but like, this is what I can do for you. And I was wowed. Like I was completely wowed because it was so creative. Um, another coach that I had worked with changed her model while I was in it, which happens sometimes, right? But then offered me some bonuses behind the scenes as like a backstage pass as she transitioned and as I transitioned with her. So I'm not advocating that these scenarios would work for everyone, but going back to your boundaries, I really want you to think about one, what are they? But two, remember that you're a human. And if there's somebody that you can serve and there's somebody that you can help, get a little creative, right? Sometimes that's going to work better in the short term or even the long term. It might create something brand new that you've never thought of. So get creative on how you can help each other and communicate what you are going through so that it isn't a one-way street. Like, I think sometimes people forget that, like, we are real people (laughs) and we have, like, normal things happening behind the scenes. Like, it's not just this, like, funnel robot. So communicate, like, what you're going through and what's happening because you never know what kind of partnerships are going to come out of it or the conversations and ideas that will come just from talking about it. So my last point, and honestly, the reason that I did this whole episode is your business is your business. So when you're in different programs and you're in different communities, I always say, take what you love and ditch what you don't, right? Run your business in a way that feels authentic to you and how you would like to feel. My favorite coaches and service providers are the ones that I have deep relationships with. So going back to the things that have worked really well, Like get to know them, get to know your clients, really figure out what their mission is and what their vision is. Over deliver, serve their love language and get creative, right? And don't fall back on to hard sales. Like I have to push this person into this thing. Don't fall back into, oh, once they get into it or into the program or buy the product, I'm not going to do anything, right? Like you don't want to under deliver. Once they're in your world, you want to over serve, but also always ask for feedback and then celebrate when they leave, right? Celebrate the accomplishments that they have done when they've been working with you. 
So for me, it's the check-in, even though I'm not a paying client, it's me checking in with my coaches because I'm cheering them on. And honestly, it's remembering that the best thing you can do is focus on the story, the relationship, like the relationship of the people that you work with and what you want that to look like. So I hope this gives you a little sneak peek into the world of what I've done to grow and scale. But I would also love to know, like, what experiences have you loved as you've been building your business? What's your favorite part? But also, what experiences did you learn from? Do you have a hard sales story that like makes you feel awkward and weird, share it with me, send me a DM. And I think sharing these stories and being more open about what we love and what we don't just makes us all a better person and a business owner. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It is just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. If I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat. And this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And I can't wait to hear from you.